your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on? Welcome back to the Locked On Blues Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman. And I'm Thomas Welch. We got an action-packed episode for you guys today. Uh, the Jack Eichel sweepstakes had been relatively quiet for a couple of days until all of a sudden this morning we got trade packages coming through left and right, huge rumors involving St. Louis's own, not the Blue Zone, unfortunately, but St. Louis's own Matthew Kachuk, um, and just huge, huge rumors. Uh, so that's going to be a majority of today's episode. And then at the end, once we're done talking about that, we're going to be previewing tonight's St. Louis Blues versus LA Kings game. Uh, but I have a feeling we're going to be spending a whole lot of this time talking about the Matthew Kachuk slash Jack Eichel rumors. Before we get into that, I just want to thank anybody who is making us their first listen of the day. Now, I know some of you guys are watching on YouTube, um, and that's great. We love that. But also, there's a huge chunk of you guys that are watching us in the mornings uh, on your way to work or your way to school, whatever it may be. Uh, and we appreciate that. That's why we make these short, condensed episodes for you guys. So, yeah, thank you for making us your first listen. But without further ado, Tommy, I know you're excited about this. Uh, rumors came out today that not only are the Calgary Flames and the Las Vegas Golden Knights the finalists for Jack Eichel, we got an actual rumored trade package. Now, I need to pull this up because... I got it pulled oh, up. Oh, you got it pulled up? So Kevin right, Weeks, give it to me. big man Kevin Weeks tweeted out today at 4.30, right as people are getting off work, you know, you're about to max out, relax, uh, hang out with the family, eat some dinner. And then, boom, you just get hit <laughs> like an absolute linebacker, blindsided across the middle of the field. Kevin Weeks drops from the sky for all asking. My understanding is the NHL Flames have Kachuk, who is a future potential captain, an upcoming first-round pick, a former first-round pick, and two prospects in the Eichel sweepstakes with the Buffalo Sabres. So, first of all, a lot to unpack there. Um we're going to get into this a little bit later, but I think if I'm the Buffalo Sabres and, and I hear Matthew Kachuk is involved in a trade, I'd probably stop at a one-for-one. One. Given everything that's happened um, throughout the course of this offseason with how difficult it seemed like it's been to move Jack Eichel and finding the right partner, uh, he's coming off surgery. So obviously there's going to be a little bit of ground to make up there, but Matthew Kachuk is that same kind of superstar talent that you can build a franchise around. Uh, so having him involved in this deal just absolutely blows my mind. And if, if I'm the Sabres, I'm taking it all day, every day. Uh, I know there's some, there's a little bit of talk that it could potentially be a bluff by the Flames to just kind of get Vegas to hang their hat up and say, all right, we can't match that. We don't have the capability. You guys go ahead and have them. And then maybe potentially a different trade comes out. But I think uh, from a blue standpoint, if Matthew Kachuk is going to the Buffalo Sabres and they're expecting him to sign an extension long-term, five years, six years, it's just not going to happen. And I think because of the package, uh, you're including a first-round pick, a former first-round pick, and two prospects. I don't think the Flames are expecting him to sign an extension in Buffalo, and I'm not so sure that Buffalo will be expecting him to sign an extension there either. Now, maybe uh, they accept the trade and do expect him to, and it doesn't happen, but I think if I'm Matthew Kachuk, uh, I'm going to play my cards going to free agency and taking my pick of the litter of where I want to go. And that's potentially where the Blues come in because 
a certain sniper who doesn't want to be on the team anymore. Maybe he still wants to be on the team, but he did request a trade in the offseason. If Matthew Kachuk goes through restricted free agency, the next year he'll be a UFA, and Vladimir Tarasenko will come off the books at the same time, creating the perfect harmony for the Blues and the hometown hero, Matthew Kachuk, to come home, and uh, we can welcome him with open arms. That's my take for the day, and I'm going to stick to it because I'm way too excited right now. <laughs> I don't right. need you right. to bring me down. Right. I hate, bring me down, Josh. I hate, I hate to do this, but you are kind of sounding a little off your rocker. Ooh. Hate to hate, and 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 that's just bring because. Back to Earth, okay, where am I off? I I do not disagree that the potential for a future Matthew Kachuk Blues uh, reunion. This, this helps, knowing that the Flames aren't ready to offer him an eight-year deal um, as a restricted free agent and have his UFA status to come when he's closer to 30 years old. It, it does bode well for the future potential of that, but to think that how much has to happen? Well, Matthew Kachuk has to either get traded to the Sabres or stay with the Flames and then only sign a one-year deal for whatever reason because in the history of RFAs, there has been pretty much zero precedent for someone of Matthew Kachuk's caliber signing only a one-year deal. If it is going to be a short bridge deal like that, it's most likely going to be in the two-, three-year range uh, just in terms of uh, Kachuk's best interest. You never really want to sign a one-year deal like that just in terms of in, you know injuries uh, and just guaranteed money. It's just very rare that something like that happens. So the whole Tarasenko angle, I don't think makes a whole lot of sense. But I, I, I am just uh, giving you a bit of a hard time because I do think I do agree that this means this bodes well for a a Blues uh, Kachuk reunion. I don't think the Tarasenko angle is necessarily how it would happen. I think they're gonna those two factors are in, independent of each other um, because, like I said, it just doesn't match up with Kachuk's timeline. The only way. Kachuk is a free agent, a unrestricted free agent, is if he signs a one-year deal with either the Flames or the Sabres if this trade happens. And in my opinion, that's just what very, What about, very like, arbitration? Arbi- th- arbitration is an RFA. Mm, I'm just saying. Okay, okay. The wild card. Okay, you know what? If yes. they don't agree on a number, and knowing Matthew Kachuk, knowing Matthew Kachuk, I played baseball with him when I was, like, six, so we're good buddies. Yeah. No, but, like, from what I can tell from Matthew Kachuk and kind of with the contract negotiations that have or haven't happened with the flames. Uh, I, I don't, I'm not sure that they would be anywhere close on his opinion of himself and how he values himself as a player. So I, I could see them being way off on numbers, going to arbitration, uh, getting a one year and that regard instead of a bridge deal. But okay. I do think even in the, even in the event you're talking about a lot of things have to happen. And I agree, but even in the event that, Matthew Kachuk doesn't get traded to the Buffalo Sabres. This is telling that the Flames are potentially looking to move Matthew Kachuk, or at least they're willing to listen to offers about him. And if you remember, uh, it sounded like the Blues were kind of uh, knocking on the door about Goudreau, and we're probably talking about Kachuk in that same conversation because we were talking about him all offseason long. Uh, and it sounded like the Flames had a little bit of interest in Vladimir Tarasenko at that time, but Obviously, he wasn't playing. Uh, he was coming off an injury, wasn't playing the hockey that he is now. So I think if you give them a longer timeline and a bigger sample size of the Vladimir Tarasenko experience of where he's at as a hockey player right now and what he, he can offer the Calgary Flames, you could potentially cut out Buffalo as a middleman, go straight to the Flames and say, hey, 
you're having problems with Matthew Kachuk, which I had a guy in my comments um, spill a little bit of tea and say that. Save that, that for so. The cow- save that for segment two, because you're open up. Okay, a whole we'll save it. Jar we'll save it for segment two. We'll save it for segment say, two. Yeah, but it seems like there's a lot more going on in Calgary than just uh, they're they're not seeing eye to eye with Matthew Kachuk. So, and it's obviously. Uh, the Blues aren't seeing eye-to-eye with Vladimir Tarasenko because he requested a trade. So it could be one of those trades that works out for both teams. Uh, but like I said, you could cut out Buffalo as the middleman, go straight to them in the offseason uh, or whenever that time frame looks like. Uh, and potentially Matthew Chuck could come to us that way as well. Yeah, I, I again, like I said, I, I was just busting your chops a little bit with the whole it – is, it is a bit of a reach, but – with the St. Louis yeah. connection, with the Kachuk connection, if it do, if those the dominoes do fall in place, and Kachuk is looking at unrestricted free agency in two years' time, I would put all my money on the St. Louis Blues without a doubt. Um, but that being said, before we get into the big uh, sort of rumor hot take, how how uh, realistic are these reports? You know, in Tommy's comments. Before we get into that, I want to tell you guys about a brand new sponsor. And that is Shopify. In case you did not know, Shopify is a complete commerce platform that helps you start, grow, and manage a business. It's a subscription-based service software and allows anyone to set up and grow an online store to sell their products. Shopify store owners can also sell in physical locations using Shopify Point of Sale, which is an app and accompanying hardware. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big businesses so upstart startups and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and completely stay informed. Personally, I love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed. From down the street to around the globe, Shopify powers over 1.7 million businesses from first sale to full scale, reaching customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integration and apps from Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. So go to shopify.com slash LockedOnNHL, all lowercase, for a free 14-day free trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash LockedOnNHL right now. Shopify dot com slash locked on nhl and before we get back into the action gotta tell you guys about a classic sponsor of ours and that is built bar with thanksgiving right around the corner i cannot stop thinking about all the delicious desserts but maybe you want a dessert that is yummy but isn't so full of calories and sugar which is the perfect time for built bar built bar is the new holiday dessert you can feast on something delicious and feel good about it one slice of pie has upwards of 300 calories and that's on the low end and most built bars only have 130 calories and only four grams of sugar with plenty of protein you can replace a coconut cream pie with a coconut built bar or if if you want to pass on that raspberry pie Go for Tommy's favorite raspberry cheesecake built bar. Lots of good flavors to replace any pie. And they're all covered in 100% chocolate, so they're delicious. New surprises all month. Limited time flavors arriving at Built.com regularly. So check the site often. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, Tommy, I know you're excited to talk about it. I don't know how much weight I put in it. But there was an interesting reply to your tweet, uh, and I'm curious if you'd like to share with the class. Yeah, so I've I've known this guy uh, probably close to a year now. Uh, he's a good old Canadian boy. He's a buddy of mine. Um, but he said that he's he heard through the grapevine uh, being close and some family friends with players on the Calgary Flames um, 
that some players went up to the coach individually. Uh, re- I don't know if it was recently, maybe this off season, uh, and asked, at the beginning of the season was what the at the beginning said. of the season and asked the coach and uh, the staff to not make Matthew Kachuk the captain. So, as Josh said, kind of, I don't really know. Like I said, heard it through the grapevine. Uh, heard it from a person who heard it from a person, but I I think if I'm the Calgary Flames. And it's kind of what we talked about with Vince Dunn, too. It's like we didn't want to see him go for nothing. And obviously, Matthew Kachuk is a completely, I mean, that's top-tier talent in the NHL. You really don't want to see a guy like that go for nothing. It's the same thing that uh, Buffalo's, the problem that Buffalo's having uh, with Jack Eichel. They don't want to get fleeced in a trade just because the guy wants out of there. Uh, They want to get a return that's worthy of Jack Eichel. And I think that's why they held off so long, but. If I'm the St. Louis Blues, I'm seeing that. Uh, and like I said, I think that's an avenue for them to work a Vladimir Tarasenko trade. And here's another reason why I think Doug Armstrong would not only be willing to do this, but I think he would place a lot of weight in this kind of transaction. As we talked about it this offseason, right, is the Blues are getting older. There's a lot of, like, Bozak's getting up there. He's, like, mid-30s. David Perron's getting up there. Uh, he's, like, 33 now, I believe. So, Obviously, we brought in Buchnevich, brought in Saad. That's great. Get a little bit younger, get guys in their prime. But we still, we do still have some older guys on this team. Look at Robert Thomas, who lived with Matthew Kachuk. Uh, you look at Jordan Cairo, who's a young, who is a young phenom. You look at Pavel Buchnevich, who is 26 in the prime of his career, a scoring talent, and plays well defensively. Matthew Kachuk fits right on this, fits perfectly on this roster in terms of skill, in terms of the system that we run, in terms of. It's his hometown, uh, but also his age, I think, is something that would be very attractive to Doug Armstrong because you're losing a guy in Vladimir Tarasenko who's, who meant so much to this organization. You're going to want to bring in a guy to help ease that pain. And I don't think there's anyone better in the National Hockey League right now who could ease that pain more than Matthew Kachuk. All right, I have I have a, a bit of another de- devil's advocate card to throw in there. And, and Greg Kane asked in chat uh, whether or not um, he thinks Kachuk would sign a Buffalo long-term or still be a free agent. Uh, that's sort of all we talked about in the first segment. But another aspect of it, another sort of thing, something that I hadn't really considered until you were talking just now, what if Buffalo gets Kachuk back in a package for Eichel and then pressure comes and says, hey, you just lost a franchise player. You better make sure that trade does something. And they go out and they throw way too much money at Matthew Kachuk because they can't just have their centerpiece walk away empty-handed or, you know, walk away and the team's left empty-handed with a couple of picks that you hope you hit on. What Buffalo goes out there and throws eight years, $10.5 million at Matthew Kachuk because they need something to say, hey, we didn't lose Eichel for nothing. I, I just think if this rumor is true and there is a trade – in the next few days involving both Matthew Kachuk and Jack Eichel. Oh my Lord, are we going to have so much to talk about over the next eight months, year, year and a half. There are so many moving parts. If that is the case, those are, that is an unprecedented trade for NHL standards, two young superstars moving teams, not to mention if there's picks and prospects from coming from Calgary as well, you're looking at like the biggest trade in NHL history in terms of the amount of quality pieces being moved around. So as much as I would love to sit here and say, oh, how does this affect the Blues? This is league-wide 
insane in terms of the scale. If we see a trade that is Matthew Kachuk plus a future first, plus a former first round pick player, plus whatever, that is the the biggest trade in NHL history, at least in my memory, in terms of the amount of quality and quantity that is being moved. Yeah, that's massive. And I think if you're to kind of touch on, do you think he signs long term in Buffalo again? I I still just think if if you're Matthew Kachuk, even if they they throw the book at you, right? Which I could see them doing that just because they'd be desperate to not lose the guy that they got for Eichel. But at the same time, isn't that the problem they ran into with Eichel? Was paying him so much money that they couldn't really build around him uh, those depth pieces that kind of lead you. I think one of the Sabres showed an ability to learn from their mistakes. Okay, that's fair. Maybe they're learning from their mistakes is just not ever trading with us. So that could be another avenue. Cut out the middleman and go to the Calgary Flames. I'm not going to let this die, Josh. Matthew Kachuk will be here one day, look, and I'm going to follow look, this. Look, look, this, we're going <laughs> to wake up tomorrow, and there's going to be a four-team trade. Tarasenko to the to Sabres, Eichel to the Flames, Kachuk to the Blues. Give me all the chaos. Oh, yeah, and, and, and I'm going to look silly, and this clip is going to be on Twitter Look at Josh. He said this trade was dumb, and then it happened. But uh, no, you know what? If if Jack Eichel gets traded for Matthew Kachuk and picks, then I have no idea what to expect for the league because that just changes the precedent of of players getting moved around. It, start, it would start looking like the NBA in terms of players getting asked out, asking out, and huge trade packages. Oh man, it is. Let's separate Matthew Kachuk and Vladimir Tarasenko for a second, right? Okay. It, it felt like. A lot of this offseason was spent comparing the similarities between uh, the scenario that was happening with Jack Eichel and the scenario that was happening with Vladimir Tarasenko because they were both kind of disgruntled about the way that their injuries were handled. If this haul is any similarity to what we could expect from a healthy Vladimir Tarasenko, Jack Eichel is a generational guy who's still in his prime. Uh, and Vladimir Tarasenko is kind of a little bit older, more of like an old style of hockey guy, but he still has a absolutely sick wrister and he's looking like vintage Vladdy right now. So I don't think he's going to warrant the same haul by any stretch of the imagination. We're not going to go out and get Brady Kachuk because we trade Vladimir Tarasenko. But I do think in hindsight, it might've been the best play. And we talked about this a little bit towards the end of the off season too, uh, for Doug Armstrong to hold on to this guy because it doesn't seem like it's affected the team chemistry or the synergy. He hasn't caused problems in the locker room. If people are thinking about it in the back of their heads, they're not letting it affect their play, and he's going to maximize the potential return for Tarasenko, which is I think we can all get on board that if we do want to see Vladimir Tarasenko moved, we don't want to get fleeced in the trade. I would love to see a piece come back that's going to help us win now, but also potentially help us win in a couple years down the road. And I think with Jack Eichel, like I said, getting the haul that he potentially could be getting, it's just going to raise the stock and the value for Tarasenko, especially like just taking him off the market is going to raise the market uh, for Tarasenko. But the haul that he's getting in return too, I think teams are going to be looking around and being like, oh, so that's the asking price. Okay, maybe we need to up the ante on uh, number 91 over here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, definitely as crazy as it sounds and as much crap as I'm giving you, it, it's definitely, it's an unprecedented time. So who am I to say, oh, that's crazy? Because it, I, if you had told me that there would be a trade rumor of Matthew Kachuk and everything the Flames own for Jack Eichel, I would have told you you were crazy. So who knows? Maybe your ridiculous parlay that you've crafted will hit. 
Uh, but if you guys want to be like Tommy and craft ridiculous parlays that hit, make me look it's fun, make me look silly, and also make a bunch of money, you gotta check out. Even Bet if Online. they're wrong, it's so much. Even fun. if they're wrong, they're so much fun. You gotta check out BetOnline.ag. They're back and better than ever. A brand new web interface for the start of the basketball season and hockey season, plus more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball, football, and hockey action this season. Head over to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code Locked On to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC. Right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage for all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. That's BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. And when we return, we will use the limited time left in this episode to try to wrap we'll play up. Play hockey tonight. Yeah, yeah. So when we get back, we will for a rapid fire Locked On player of the game. And hopefully we don't continue to either embarrass ourselves or make great predictions, but don't go anywhere. All right, Tommy, we do play hockey tonight. Um, and unfortunately, Matthew Kachuk won't be suiting up for us just yet. Um, Dang. <laughs> but there, Give it are, time. there are plenty of other players on the St. Louis Blues that could have a big performance tonight. Kind of a kind of a weird spot. Offense was really really hot for a while, and then all of a sudden, offense quiets down and the defense dominates. And then they take a couple of days off. So sort of a we've seen the best of the Blues offense. We've seen the best of the Blues defense. We've seen the best of the Blues goaltending. We haven't seen it all kind of at once yet. But a couple of days off to digest to, to take in the first seven games. And that being said, Tommy, who is your pick for the locked on player of the game tonight, and why? So I'm going to go off of my solo episode here for a little bit, Josh. So uh, on solo, I talked about Ivan Barbashev, the similarities he has to Oscar Sundquist and the impressive season uh, that he's been having so far. Uh, I, a fun little stat that I threw out there on the, on the episode, Josh, Ivan Barbashev has more goals this season than Jordan Cairo. How's that? Three goals. Jordan Cairo has two. Jordan Cairo has a lot of assists, but I think Ivan Barbashev is playing – fantastic hockey i think another point that i brought up was um not not to be uh I, I, you shouldn't be worried by any sense of the imagination about buchnevich and Saad because we're like what eight games into the season but they got two points right now i think at some point they're going to turn it on and that line is going to start producing uh, i think i would like to say it's going to be sometime on this road trip and i would love to say it's going to be game one but i'm not confident in that so i think actually you know what we're gonna go we're going straight conspiracy theories on this whole podcast i'm going above and beyond in my predictions of matthew kachuk coming to the blues so i might as well go above and beyond and i'm gonna take pavel buchnevich as my locked on player of the game i think he's i think he's due i think the suspension kind of threw a wrench in his plans to kind of start the season Obviously, dude got wires crossed and head-butted somebody. You don't love to see that. Uh, but he got brought on onto this team for a reason. He's a stud defensively, and he's an absolute stud offensively. I think he figures it out, and his line figures it out because Barbashev, uh, Thomas, and Tarasenko got moved up to the second line. doesn't really mean much for the Blues, but I think if you're a Buchnevich and you were on that second line and now you're moved down to the third, just optics-wise, it's going to be a kick in the pants for you, right? Mm. You'd be like, hey, I should be on the second line. I'm going to get it going here, play with confidence and uh, 
pot a couple goals at the same time. So I think Buchnevich as my locked on player of the game, all things considered, I'm going with that. I think that's definitely a solid pick. Um, I think Buchnevich sort of was looking really hot early on. And then the suspension, like you said, definitely sort of slowed that momentum a little bit. Um, but he should be looking back, looking to um, uh, rebound for sure. Um Let's see. Greg Kane asked. Richard Clay agrees with yeah, me. My Richard guy. Richard Clay agrees with you. Greg Kane asked, is Houston starting it tonight? I believe Bennington is starting um, based on yeah. the yeah, based on the line. Huso was on uh, COVID protocol. So. Yeah. Yeah. So we might see. So we do have a back to back potentially. But I, I tweeted out earlier that I would have expected to see him in this game just because I think the Sharks are kind of more menacing than the Kings are right now. So I think if we were going to see Hofer in this back to back, it would be this game. But I mean, it's Craig Berube, and you never really know mm-hmm. with him. And mm-hmm. we could see Jordan Bennington in both games as well. So uh, That being said, I think I'm going to take sort of a similar route to you in terms of my pick for lockdown player of the game. But I'm going to pick someone that uh, is kind of, I guess, an obvious pick. But it, uh, it is someone that has had a rocket, rocketed start to the uh, this regular season. A lot better than a lot of people expected. A lot better than I expected. And that's Vladimir Tarasenko. He's got a six-game point streak, I believe has looked the best that he's looked in years with the St. Louis Blues, and he's playing with Ivan Barbashev, um, one of the only Blues players I have ever seen Vladimir Tarasenko hang out with off the ice in his years with the St. Louis Blues, which, no knock on him, that's the Russian connection, but they've never really played together a whole lot throughout their time. They've kind of adopted Kostin into that as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the Russian connection, it's important throughout the NHL. We've seen it, many different lines, many different friendships on teams, and Tarasenko and Barbashev have been friends for a while, but they've never really played on the same line all that much. And with Barbashev getting off to the hot start that he's had and Tarasenko getting off to the hot start that he's had playing loose and comfortable tonight he's getting that hat trick i can feel it i can feel it i predicted the biddington shutout in the chicago game i'm gonna get a little bit crazier with the prediction maybe it's not a hat trick but he's getting a couple tarasenko is unleashed this year he's he's gonna tear up the league this year i've i've been trying to hold back on my excitement but he's looked so good and i think tonight on the second line i think this is his first time on the second line this season um Playing with his best friend on the team, Ivan Barbashev. Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be good night for the LA Kings. One getting the first put a twenty down on bet online for Vladdy to score a Hattie. Yeah, he turned that into four hundred bucks real fast. That Maybe I'll nasty. have to do that. Maybe I'll have to do that. But that being said, I think that's all the time we have for you guys today. So thank you all so much to listen for listening. Thank you to everyone who tuned in on YouTube, Greg Kane. Richard Clay and anyone else who didn't chat. Thank you so much for watching on YouTube. If you want to join them and watch on YouTube, comment live like they did. Have your name read on the podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on YouTube, Locked On Blues, and hit that notification bell. That way, whenever we go live, you'll get notified. You can hop in the live stream, chat with us. It's a great time. We love it. Um, but if you're still listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else, make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button there. That way you can be notified whenever we do post our episodes. Leave a review if you're if you're feeling so kind. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at LockdownBlues. Follow me on Twitter at Josh Hyman NHL. Follow Tommy at TWelcher15. Thanks so much for listening. And as always, let's go Blues.